Welcome to the underground, my little underground with Peter A. It's my little underground. I'm Peter A. This week on the show, we have Steven and Cynthia from the New Jersey band Lightheaded. And we talked up their fantastic debut EP, Good, Good, Great, out on Slumberland Records. And they put me on to some great New Jersey bands that I'm excited to listen to. And they talked about how they got connected with the legendary Slumberland Records, the importance of friend love, and they gave me some insight on their upcoming debut full-length album coming out at the top of 2024. So get to know New Jersey act, lightheaded, right here on My Little Underground. My Little Underground. First off, I want to just congratulate you guys on uh, the brand new EP, Good, Good, Great, out on uh, Slumberland Records. And... Track one, Mercury Girl. It's named after another fellow Slumberland Records band, Mercury Girls, from Philly. You guys are fans of them? I mean, it's more of a reference to Cleaners from Venus. They have a song called Mercury Girl. And uh, we were both sort of like obsessing over a lot of like the elements of that track. I think like Cynthia really loved like the sound of that song. And I loved like a lot of like the lyrics of that song. Yeah. So I think that like we just took like the idea of what he was saying in that song Mercury Girl and just like applied it to like our own lives. So yeah, actually that's a great question. It's so funny that there's a Slumberland band called Mercury Girls. Yeah. 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 So how did that connection uh, come about with Slumberland Records? Because I know, you know, they're based out in the Bay Area and and they have some East Coast acts like uh, Janine's. I think that besides janine's i know that like laughing chimes is in ohio but i think that like we're pretty much it for like us and janine's like the only two east coasters at the moment how'd you guys get connected with slumberland we went out to um play a show with the umbrellas oh snap i love them yeah so i think that like i guess this was last summer now really like a listening so much to the umbrellas and stuff and like i guess that like i had like added morgan on instagram and like literally it was just like yo like I, I like i'm like listening to you guys like all the time like i like can't get enough they had just put out like their maritime ep yeah. they only had, like a few songs out but i was just like couldn't get enough and i was like it means so much to me like you like this this little ep is just like it's like literally like one of my favorite things i've heard in like years and she was like reciprocated it the other way like oh like that means so much that you're saying that and then i think that like she just like asked like the inevitable question like oh like do you like put out like music like what does like your stuff sound like and we showed her uh, we have an album recorded and we showed her the album that we recorded and she thought that was really cool. And then she just asked us to, she just put out the offer. Like if you guys are ever coming to California, like we'd love to play a show with you. So that was really nice that she did that. I've been listening to the, and I actually bought it, the ride it in the sky 45, the, the seven inch. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's incredible. I love them. Along with Chime School, I've been listening to them obsessively. Good stuff. Love the this new era of Summerland. It's great. Feel lucky to be a part of it. But yeah, Chime School is definitely like one of my favorites. I think last year, and I was actually just telling him, but like 
think that they were one of like the top five bands on like my Spotify wrapped actually. Like, I, I can't stop listening to them either. They're great. That might be a possibility for me because I've been listening to Coming to Your Town like end over end. I love that record. It's so so good. And the Buscox cover on the B side. So good cool. Stuff. Yeah. More, um, talk, yeah. More about the umbrellas, even though it's like Morgan's yeah. like offered like, oh, like if you guys are ever coming out this way, like let's play a show together. And me and Cynthia sort of just like took that as like an open invite to like book like a flight to California, like ASAP. And like, we just pretty much like went out there like the first break that we had in like school and went out to California and played with them. And then I think that from there, Morgan already had the album saw us and like sort of vibed with us. And then, yeah. So when you went to California, did you go to um, San Francisco? Were you in LA or? We were actually like staying with some friends in like Long Beach. Oh, okay. So yeah. But because of that, like we were able to like hook up with a good friend of ours, like Nick Hessler. who okay. lives in LA. So like, that was really cool to like see him. We also played with a friend, Smooth Jazz, who's super cool. So, yeah, Long Beach is sick, though. It, it was cool. I, I was asking because uh, I, when I was in L.A. in April, I went to uh, Amoeba, Amoeba Music. And I don't know if you guys ever been out there, but it's amazing. And I found the uh, Chime School's debut LP there. And I couldn't find it on the East Coast. So, uh-huh. it was good. So, I want to dive into a Good, Good, Great, um, especially love is overrated and um i see you're, you're kind of talking about you know this over sexualized culture that we're living in and just friend love and family love and all this so tell me your overall thoughts on 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 romance and just generally like how you know how friend love and family love is is important to you to you both Well, obviously, uh, the friendship between me and Steven is really important to me. Um, our partnership as a band. Um, I wrote the song in my last band. Um, for me, like, it doesn't mean, like, love in general is over. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, uh, being, like, somewhat asexual. Um, it's just a... Uh, I don't know, over time. I mean, I, I, I really, I loved listening to, like, um, stuff like The Ronettes and, like, 60s French pop, and it's all very romantic. And I just wanted to know, like, what what does that mean to me? I still love the music, and I love the feeling, every, everything, but, um, but it's, um, you know, loving, loving yourself and loving your friends and family is really important. Yeah, that's a good good credo. Like, I'm a romantic uh, myself, but and I also love, you know, some romantic tunes and love songs. So what are some of uh, your guys' favorite uh, love songs? I listen to a lot of Italian, um, like, uh, music from the 60s. Like, Nina is an Italian singer, and France Gall, Francois Hardy, um, Jacques, what is it? (laughs) But what about you? Uh, so yeah, I feel like I'm almost like the the opposite of Cynthia. Like I'm much more just like like a puppy dog sometimes with like my feelings, even though I'm like an old old person. Like I still think that I, 
Yeah, again, I'm I'm a romantic too, probably. So I think that's like a good mixture of the both. Cynthia like evens me out a little bit from running too far away. But I think that like for some of my like favorite love songs, um, there's a song This Guy's in Love With You by Herb Alpert. And okay. it's like a really just like cheesy one. And uh, I think that I really like it because I can't sing and like Herb Alper can like barely sing. So like sort of like that inspo, that really like flat monotone talking delivery. It, yeah. it me up. Yeah. Pumps me up. You just kind of trigger like the Vaselines in my head, right? Because they're not the greatest singers, right? But th- their music is so beautiful and they have songs like sex sucks and I <laughs> 80s and stuff like that that just kind of speaks a little bit to where you guys are coming from you guys fans of the vaselines at all big time yeah oh great love a lot great. of that stuff um i know that like steven pastel like played with them even i think that like that's how i found out about them and then like of course like the kurt cobain connection with that of like they, they were banned and shit but yeah like I think that we both sort of found out about them from like uh, Stephen Pastel playing guitar in them, but all those early songs, yeah, like Molly's Lips and stuff, are just so fucking good. When it comes to like the Vaseline's, like I found out about them through Kurt Cobain, right? Oh, but right. then I like the Vaseline's more than Nirvana now because of that, you know? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. This went. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, in Jersey, right? So, what part of Jersey are you guys from? I'm from Howell. Yeah, we're like central Jersey, but we're 20 minutes from the shore. Oh, yeah. Okay. I grew up in a town called Jackson, and I live in Tom's River now. So we live both like 20 minutes outside like Asbury Park. And oh, that's yeah. one of like the main hubs of music in New Jersey right now. And that's why we're always just like, we're an Asbury band. Because like, I don't know, it's just easier to like be associated with that, I think. Yeah, I'm from Long Island originally, so usually I just tell people, I'm from New York, you know? (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Uh, So artistically speaking, did did you guys find any common ground with a lot of uh, musicians uh, in in your area? Because honestly, one of the only few bands, like, you know, I guess 21st century newer bands that I know from Jersey is Screaming Female. So please educate me on some (laughs) local Jersey bands that you you guys uh, love and kind of have a camaraderie with. <laughs> I was obsessed with screaming females. Like me too. They played all around the country, and like that's exactly what I, how I wanted to be. Uh, but uh, what about uh, Asbury bands? And... Hmm, for Asbury bands, screaming picture. females are from New Brunswick. Yeah, come in. Yep. All right, so I guess no, this way, opposite way. Yeah, huh. this way. All right. So, uh, yeah, I guess that for Asbury bands, the bands that, like, really stick out to us a lot are this band Nylon. Don't know if you ever heard of them, but they're, like, super post-punky, like, twitchy. They're great. They write awesome songs. And then, all right, I'll just give you three. The three big ones just off off the dome. Off the dome. Nylon, like, really awesome, twitchy post-punk. This band Beauty which is like three piece, just like power pop goldness. They're actually like going on tour with super crush. They played with like second grade. I think that you'd love beauty actually. And then for the last band, they actually round out our live band. They're called star cleaner reunion. 
Okay. Like the sickest name. It's like named after a children's book, but they're just like really like stereo lab influence, like French pop, like us. Oh, that's my jam. They're probably the closest shit to what we're doing. Like in, in like the scene overall beauty, beauty's close too. honestly. It's just like fucking good times, harmony filled pop. But yeah, those three bands, you, I think anyone who, fucks with lightheaded with like really like those three bands actually please send me this stuff uh yeah. after we wrap today for sure do you guys know dummy from la yeah so yeah. they're really sweet to us like they're just awesome they like sort of just like shouted us out a little bit like i think like they found us on Bandcamp probably through friends and we're like this is like really cool and then we like reached out to them like, Hey, like we like listen to you guys. Like you guys are actually like really cool. So yeah, like we've definitely like talked with them like a couple times and like Joe, Joe specifically from dummy Joe trainer has like really helped us out with some stuff. So shout yeah. out Joe from dummy. He's a great guy. He's been on the show a few times too. So. Oh, yeah. cool. Very yeah. sweet. Yeah. He's the man. And uh dummy is fantastic. They're one of my favorites right now. It's just remarkable. And uh, PG Magazine, you know, the Summerland Records, uh, you know, fellow uh, Summerlander. Uh, he's been, Joe's been on the show as well. Um, yeah, big fans of them too. Um, so tell me about the process, your your guys' process of like uh, putting the song, like the sounds in your head onto a record. I saw you guys post about that on social media. I think that's just amazing. So tell me about that. Tell me about that process. Uh, some st- songs start out with a, Steven writing some lyrics and then I'll put some like chords and a melody to it and like I'll I'll record a demo um on the computer um and then like uh, finish it up with the band and then other times like Steven will write some uh chords but like I like do pre production before we like actually work with a producer so like for songwriting like i feel like that the songwriting is like really like even like i'll do like all the words but like the music's like really even and stuff but in terms like the sounds like cynthia is just such like a sound whiz and like sound master honestly like i don't know if you listen like the demo tape like cowboys and constellations like i love i love like the sounds on that and stuff and like Cynthia just like went crazy, like doing that, like all herself, just like mixing, like trying to master it, like all the levels and everything. So, yeah, I mean, for me, like, I just love what she's going for. Like, I I, I love, I think that like we're both going for similar things, but I don't know. Do you want to like talk even a little bit about what you said about Mina and like sort of like the French pop and stuff like those sounds? I mean, a lot of those songs have violins, and then uh, Aaron helped us with that, make that reality. So yeah, I, I have this this Tumblr friend for like since like two thousand nine, like original ass Tumblr. Uh, her name's Erin Turner. She's from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and like I don't know, just always like kept in track with her, always kept in touch with her, and she teaches violin, like. Wow just like loves all the music that we love like the fucking like hippest music taste ever like the best music taste like 
I'm pretty good with that stuff. She's one of like the few people I know that I'm like, she's got it. She, she knows what's up. So like to have somebody who's like classically trained, who like teaches, like, it's one thing like me and Cynthia can fucking like play our instruments, I guess, but like, we can't like teach it. Like where we don't have like that level of under, like Aaron is just such like a musical. I don't even know. I don't even know, but she just gets it in like a way that we don't. So to like be shooting for like Cynthia said, like Francois Hardy esque songs, like songs with like these sweeping with sweeping orchestration. Like, I just think like, a lot of the tunes would have like fell flat or not been what they were supposed to be without Aaron. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. You know, you know, this person from Tumblr, right? So a lot of Tumblr music communities, like within the last decade, I've discovered so many music. That's how I found out about like my bloody Valentine and all that shoegaze stuff was because of these, like these, these niche uh, Tumblr music communities. It's crazy. So tell me, uh, with, with you guys, do you ha- ever have a fear of sounding so much or almost too much about the music, like too much like the music that you like? Oh, no, not at all. I always feel like we yeah. fall so short. <laughs> I always feel like we can't do it. Like, like we never come fucking close. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, if someone thinks we're getting close, I mean, that's... we don't want to sound exactly like it. Though. We don't. We don't, we don't but... we want to like accidentally like, bring, like bring something new. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think that we're bringing something new just because, of, like, I mean, everybody's like personality is different, and like just how like me and Cynthia like write and interact with each other, I feel like is like very, very like unique. That like Cynthia like doesn't write like a lot of lyrics like I don't do like a lot of sound but we both like have so much trust in each other, um, yeah I, I don't think that we're exactly replicating that stuff from the past. I wish we were, but uh, <laughs> yeah I mean I think it's cool that we're sort of missing the mark and like landing somewhere new. Well, from a listener perspective, like myself, like I'm after hearing your EP. You know, like you, you said earlier, Stephen, like if you like lightheaded, you may like this. So <laughs> listening to it, I'm like, I know what compilations you guys would be on, but I, I can't directly compare you to another band. I just I, I can't. I, I just have to say, well, if you kind of like that, you may like this. And but that's about it. So you guys are headed in the right direction in that regard. So I want to talk a little bit about your demo, The Cowboys and the Constellations. So, Sin, what, what kind of computer trickery did you do when putting this together? We had a eight, uh, eight track Tascam, so we recorded like half of the songs on there. I think like most of them. Most of them, yeah. and then uh, I'd like bring those tracks to the to like Logic on my Mac, and, like add a bunch of more tracks. Maybe like a, a MIDI synth or I mean like violin or like a. Uh, like a drum machine track to song. How much of these songs on this demo, aside from like Mercury Girl, will end up on a future project? Maybe your LP or maybe something else down the road? Um, well, a lot of the demo songs are on the um, I'm not sure about the EP ones. 
Yeah, I think that for the uh, EP that it's just like Mercury Girl from the demo. But uh, like she was saying, the album that we have coming out is going to be really heavily based off of the Cowboys and Constellations demo tape. I think that there's just like two songs on that album that weren't on Cowboys. And then like some of the holdover songs like are some songs that actually mean like so much to us that we're just like, fuck, like we don't have like the means or like the like almost like how to get them where we want them to go yet. Like some of the crazier songs like Cynthia did with like drum machines and like weird synths where I'm just like, what is like, we love this, but like, we're not sure yet like what to do with it. So maybe album number two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking about your upcoming uh, full length uh, debut album, what are some things that we can, cons- we can expect sonically, lyrically and conceptually? Such a good question. Um, well, we recorded it in a totally different way than the EP because we recorded it before the EP. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mike's idea. This is Mike at Slumberland's idea. <laughs> we showed him the album and he was like, oh, it's so cool. You guys should like do an EP to like get people interested. And we were like, fuck, Mike, we don't have any more songs, man. Like. So we recorded the EP after like the album had been done and stuff. But uh, we worked with a producer for the EP, um, which, like Cynthia said, we worked by ourselves on the album. Um, so I think that like the sound is a little bit different there. We still have some Aaron violin tracks, though, which, like I said, really important. But I think that a lot of the lyrics and like the themes off of uh, the LP. It's just, like, a lot about, like, those first stages of, like, falling, like, in love and romance. Like, I feel like that all those songs that we wrote, like, when me and Cynthia, like, first started writing, they were all just, like, a rush of, like, excitement. So, like, even if the songs aren't, like, about, like, romance, like, there's, like, that feeling of just, like, when you first, like, get together with somebody, whether it's as Cynthia said in the past, like romantic love or not, like you just like know you have something and you're just like so excited for it. And I think that like you can actually tell on a lot of the songs that that was the period that that came from. It may not be the most well thought out songs and well thought out recordings because of that though. Yeah. I'm still excited. (laughs) Um, Any, any insight you can give me on a possible release date or even a title to the album? It's called Combustible Gems. Combustible Gems. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we just like took it like very literally. That like combustible means like explosive and gems are like shiny, like beautiful, rare things. So we just thought it was like beautiful pop, like pop songs that like are rare, pop songs that are like shiny gems, like just com- combustible gems, like. I don't know if that makes sense, but it did. No, it does. Did when we talked. <laughs> yeah, it did when we talked about it too. Because I'm listening to the EP, and that's exactly how I would describe your music. Oh man, that's beautiful pop. Cool. Think about songs like "The Garden." Like that's just a that's beautiful pop right there. That's a combustible gem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that feels good, man. Yeah. Thank, thank you. That that's a song that live like people really 
like react to live. So when Mike was like, can you do the EP? That was like one of the first songs that we thought of that live. It usually goes down well. But uh, when, Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry. I know that you talked about the release date for the album. Yeah. And I think that we just, I got so like anxious and nervous about like f- putting like the finishing touches on like the album, like the insert like and like the actual like back of it we've never done this before like yeah. we used to make a cassette and with a cassette it's just like the cover and i just like whipped up a little something on the inside but you know for like a vinyl peter like i we wait we yeah we waited a long time so we just sent it so if that's the case mike said probably sometime like in late winter like really early 2024 uh, hopefully Okay, first, we're shooting for those first couple months of 2024. Cool, cool. Well, Cynthia, Stephen, thank you so much for sharing some lightheaded gems with me on my little underground today. So this <laughs> is your time to plug where people can follow you guys, buy the EP, and whatnot. Well, first we're on Instagram, and you should be able to find links to like Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp from there. Lightheaded band on Instagram, and then Bandcamp name. Um, I think it's just lightheaded, but you can. No. Are you feeling lightheaded? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's are you feeling lightheaded dot bandcamp dot com. So a little little pizzazz there that you need to remember, but I think it's memorable enough. All right, <laughs> lightheaded gems, <laughs> combustible gems coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate check it. Check out the Spotify. Check out the Instagram. Yeah. Check out the Berlin page. We appreciate it. Cool. Thank you, guys. Have a great night, man. See, talk to you soon. My little underground.